The views and opinions expressed by guests on Connected do not necessarily reflect those of Side Street Studio Arts. and welcome to Connected. This is the Side Street Studio Arts Podcast where we talk to community members about the arts. And this episode in particular is part of our special series entitled Vote Local, the Art and Politics, where I am interviewing city council candidates about their involvement in and support of the arts in Elgin. I am Erin Rayberg, founder and executive director of Side Street Studio Arts. And today joining me is Steve Thorin running for Elgin City Council. Hi, Steve. Nice to see you and meet you. Thank you, Aaron. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, I'm going to throw you right in because the first thing I want to know is your Elgin story. And I already know you got an Elgin story to tell. So <laughs> what's your Elgin story, Steve? Well, it certainly would take longer than a half hour just for that <laughs> if I gave all the details. But we'll just start out. I, I love Elgin. I'm born and raised in Elgin, born at Sherman Hospital and then grew up here all my life, even before they had preschool. I went to Kitty College, which was on the corner of, uh, of uh, let's see, it was over on East Chicago Street. And then I went to uh, Washington grade school, and then Abbott Junior High, then Kimball Junior High due to a move, and then Larkin High School graduate. And I have a degree from Elgin Community College. Um, I was actually an art major at one time in at Larkin High School when you had to pick your majors. I was always into drawing and an appreciative of the arts, and I loved that. At Abbott Junior High, my earliest memory of even being supportive of the arts was when they had a parent-teacher night, and I was in seventh or eighth grade, and it was only parents and all the teachers throughout the school except for two students. And they were two art students that were picked by the teacher to do charcoal drawings as a display in front of all the parents that went through the art class. And I was one of them. So that was very unique for me because I got to then walk around with my dad to a couple other teachers, including the industrial arts teacher that I had, Melville Wright. My dad had the same teacher 30 years prior. Back to uh, my background, then I was an art uh, major at Larkin and uh, loved the arts, but as I uh, matured, I decided to move towards business as a major, but I still love drawing and nowadays with friends of mine's kids and now grandkids, uh, I love to draw pictures with them. Uh, I've always been a supporter of the arts. My Elgin story though, I grew up in Elgin and then I uh, many people, depending on your age, uh, you love vinyl records, you love the record albums. I opened, or I shouldn't say I opened, but I started working for the first really cool record store in Elgin called Apple Tree Records. They opened on West Chicago Street, where Mel's Pizza is now. Uh, my favorite pizza, by the way. And then uh, they moved out to Larkin across from Jewel Osco. And finally ended up in the town square, the town and country shopping center there by uh, the Elgin Buffet restaurant where uh, the True Value hardware store was. Um, 
I worked for him first part time. And then in 75, I moved down to Bloomington Normal and opened up a record store there at the campus of ISU. While I was there, I took a couple classes. That was always fun because my dad paid for the classes, but so did my boss. I never told either of them. <laughs> then I um, then I got promoted to be district manager and I uh, moved back to Elgin, but I commuted to DeKalb and at age 23, I was running seven record stores. Drove all around the state and one in Iowa City. Loved records, always have, always loved music, loved being there to introduce new music and musical arts and uh, the, I, music is certainly one of the arts. And uh, it was always a great pleasure for me to be able to see people learn about new music or have what they wanted. And uh, I would have signs on records, listen, ask to hear this one. Uh, and it would be something I really liked, but I wanted to help that artist. So I've sold certain artists more than other stores because of that. And I'd put it on sale, but if I sold more of them on sale than other stores sold at regular price, I still made the profit, but the artist made out the most. But I broadened people's taste that way. Uh, I finally left the record industry in about 83 and uh, learned a computer business. And I worked in that, but I stayed in Elgin. And uh, I've always been in golfing. I've uh, played competitive golf, a lot of amateur tournaments. In fact, that was the only winning Elgin Community College team ever when I was there. And we were champions at Larkin. My, I think I'm the only Larkin athlete in the photographed Hall of Fame display that had a ponytail. <laughs> but that was those days. <laughs> um, then uh, I got into uh, the mortgage industry and I love older people, stemmed from my grandma. And uh, always stayed in Elgin, loved being in the same house. And I started helping people with that reverse mortgage program. You hear Tom Selleck talk about it. When it fits a family, it could be a wonderful thing to only be able to get some of the equity out to help people pay some bills so they can stay living in their home. And I've literally had seniors cry and hug me and say, I don't know what I would have done if I hadn't met you. I've actually received two image awards and two mayor's awards for my volunteer time and help time and project time throughout the city. I've been on the board of the Elgin Senior Services. I'm currently the manager of all the defibrillators at all the social clubs in Elgin, meaning the Moose, the Elks, the Turners, the Owls, the Riverside, the American Legion. So I'm a member of all those clubs. I support those clubs. I think it's uh, very important for socialistic activity. Uh, socializing, getting people out, engaged. And a lot of those clubs support non-for-profits with their monthly take. And a lot of people don't even know that. Um, as far as uh, finally downtown, I grew up with downtown Elgin being one of my favorite places. I went to all the different stores. When I was old enough to walk down there, ride my bike down there, or even if I wasn't old enough, I did it. But I would do my Christmas shopping. I can remember the watch factory. I can remember when it was torn down and I was 11 years old and a friend of mine investigated the caverns of the basements, which of course were ultimately very dangerous. But today they would have been all uh, covered up and roped off, but kids got into mischief in those days. But I spent my time in Elgin and I love Elgin. Then finally met my uh, now wife 
and uh, we've been together since 2010. And I live in Elgin's, it's been dubbed Elgin's most famous house, the Wing Mansion. And uh, it has 30 rooms that include storerooms and uh, bathrooms, but some of the bathrooms are big. But I've helped restore it. Uh, we've won awards for it. We give tours for it. I even had the Art Institute of Chicago come out here two days in a row on charter buses, 48 people per day. I greeted him in a tuxedo, talked to him all on the bus with an introduction speech uh, with a microphone. Welcome to Elgin. And then I gave him a sheet of Elgin restaurants to go to when they were done with the tour. So they all went to the Elgin Public House or a couple other places. So I really felt that I kind of helped make a little difference there. It was a member organization of the Art Institute, and they were all astounded by getting a tour of our house. And we had, with that many people, I had five tour guides set up with a script for each room and the displays. And Mayor Captain was one of the uh, tour guides. So was former Elgin Chief Jeff Swoboda and Bill Briska from the Historical Society. Terry Gavin, one of the city councilmen, and Jerry Turnquist, Elgin historian. So those were my tour guides that all volunteered to help that day. Um, so that was another thing about essentially the arts and art-oriented people. Uh, finally, uh, always being downtown, always being city-oriented. I'm a former Elgin Township trustee. And uh, as far as the city itself, people said, well, if you could live anywhere, where would you live? And I said, I already live in my dream house. Uh, and so here I am now with an opportunity to hopefully do one more thing to help Elgin a little bit better, and that's being a decision-making chair on city council. So there's my history in Elgin, abbreviated and talked fast, best <laughs> I can do. Steve, I have to tell you, we probably met 30 years ago at Apple Tree Records when I was buying my first, my first tapes there were Delight and The Cure and uh, Bonnie Raitt. So <laughs> you, we probably met when I was uh, that age, so. <laughs> well, you will love to come for a tour here because I recreated the first Apple Tree store in my basement here and it has 10,000 records and the original outside sign that's like eight feet long and three feet tall and I electrified it. And it's uh, all the record bins, same color dark red bins, Pegboard walls with baskets with records literally looks like a store. You're giving me flashbacks. I can already, I can picture it all very clearly. My generation has flashbacks often. <laughs> I, I I think the the line is clear, but why now running for Elgin City Council? The motivation is there. Why are you deciding to do it right now? <clears throat> well, I think it's a combination of things. It's what I've done in the past, where I've been, and where I'm at now. I'm now at a flexibility position work-wise uh, where I'm able to give some of this time back to the city. Uh, I've been in township government. I've been with, a, with and on committees in multiple organizations. Uh, and I've always been engaged in those. I'm public relations for the Elgin Civic, Elgin United Civic Association. That organization is like the hub of, imagine the hub of a wheel and each one of the spokes are all the clubs that I mentioned with additional members of, uh, 
Oh, in the past, we've had Anderson Animal Shelter and the History Museum and a few others, the uh, South Elgin Lions. So I'm, I help with that. And now here's an opportunity to, as I've gotten more involved and always dabbled with politics, uh, talking with different people, I think, you know, it's time for me to try this. I tried it two years ago when there was a rare two-year seat available because of Richard Dunn having to resign due to a transfer out of state job situation. Because as you all know, the city council has eight city council members. It's a four-year term. Every two years, four of them are up. Well, this year, the four that are up, two are not returning. One of them is the person that edged me out last time. And uh, he's not running for re-election, but that's no surprise due to uh, what has happened as he turned out to be not what people knew of him that voted for him. And I'm not ashamed to say it and people should know it, but that's, if you haven't read it in the news, that's uh, Baldemar Lopez is one of those ComEd lobbyists and uh, right here in our town and all his campaign money that was against me all was traced back to Mike Madigan. And I mean, to me, that's unfair. That's why I wanna bring a common sense approach and true Elgin approach to city council with someone that cares about our town and not someone that's there for political reasons. Elgin often calls itself a city in the, of the arts as well as a city in the suburbs, the city in the suburbs. How do you feel about the city of Elgin's current support of and involvement in the arts? And what would you change or alter if anything? Well, I mean, it's, I think Elgin's proud. People on the city council, they're proud of Elgin, regardless what they're using their seat for. They have to like their city. They have to be proud of it. I wish they were engaged in more things. When you go to uh, the state, the um, the market, you go downtown when there's a festival. How many city council members do you see? Usually not too many, but I go to everything or I try to. The mayor goes to a lot and I give him so much credit. Uh, as far as fueling it, promoting it, I've got an edge over everybody because I have two programs that I host and have done so for 17 years on WRMN. So when there's a non-for-profit organization or event, I'm allowed to advertise it and at, for no charge. And so I always include that. And uh, as far as what they're doing now, some of them just look at dollars. Some of them will say one thing and do something else. And I'm definitely going to say what it is. If there's something that I truly believe in for the arts, but I see something that here's, this is how much money we have. Here's where it has to go. And uh, it would be hard to vote for one over another, depending on the need versus the want. But I want to promote the arts for the benefit of what the long-term result is. It's uh, the arts is a benefit to mankind and people's minds open up and they become more creative in their life when all arts are involved. So when I can stand up 
or sit there in a city council meeting and explain my views and why I have them. I think I'll even be a benefit of altering some other people's decisions to be more pro-arts oriented who were maybe uneducated or on the fence because I'm a good communicator. You mentioned uh, involvement in downtown Elgin before my organization is part of the downtown Elgin community. Lots of areas like ours, the downtown is a hub for the arts. Um, do you see downtown Elgin as a hub for the arts? And do you see arts action beyond the downtown in the far west? You know, is there a need for that? Um, are we an arts hub in all areas of Elgin? Well, you, you're going to have a hub. How big is the arts? How many people want to be engaged? How many people could you never get engaged, no matter how hard you try? There's, as I mentioned, the word common sense. Hey, I could, you could go talk to thousands and thousands of people till your face turns blue, and you're not going to change their taste or opinion. That's just not them. But for the ones that are into it, let's make a nice opportunity. Let's have a festival. Let's have programs. Let's have classes. The downtown has got the buildings, it's got opportunity, and it's becoming a better place all the time. And that's certainly an area I want to focus on. There's a lot of things that can make downtown better. And the better downtown is, the more people will go downtown. The more they go down, the more they're exposed and will be engaged in the arts. As far as way out west, well, let's face it, where? Uh, what are they going to do? Um, I'm not going to tell you, hey, that's a great idea. Let's try to do something out there. I don't have a clue where that could be. I don't know who does. Um, I mean, you've got uh, different things like young Rembrandts and things like that that are private. And they're on there because they're part of a private property ownership facility. You want to call that out west? Well, it's located there, but it's only located there because the people own the building. I mean, I think downtown overall is where the arts should focus on, and that's where people come to. And then there's engagement, and maybe there could be some murals someday that get put up. Maybe there could be some art contests with poster boards. It could go in different uh, business windows and then broaden it with the uh, contests and, in, and classes and programs uh, over at Side Street Studios or wherever it could be. Uh, I think that um, they're on the right track. I think that I'm involved with the DNA and I, they're behind you. Um, everyone that's downtown wants the arts because it brings people downtown. And that's what I wanna do is to bring people downtown in all areas. In this moment, individual artists and organizations presenting organizations locally and so on are suffering like everyone else. Um, you know, we're one of the first industry to, industries to close and we'll be one of the last to fully open. Have you seen the city do anything to support the individual artists through the arts organizations? Um, and do you think more could or should be done as we move to being able to gather in more traditional ways and, and come together as a community? What are you seeing there? Well, I don't know what, what's there to see, Erin. I'm being honest with you. Cutbacks were required. Uh, how many cutbacks can you have? What is at the very bottom if everything had to be cut back? Survival. Survival, then it starts building up to needs. 
needs and allowances. Now, so many people are that want to be involved with the arts. It's it's their hobby. It's not their livelihood. And then it it builds into the people that are trying to do it for a living. And even when the world's in a great place, everyone's always heard the the coined phrase, "I'm a starving artist." It's a it's a hard field, but whatever the art is that you're engaged in, I don't know how it can be supported more during a pandemic. Uh, I think Elgin has been fair with the fact that, um, let's face it, even if there's a restaurant open downtown, people go downtown to the restaurant and then they're gonna walk around. But I have been as a volunteer, the Elgin City Santa, for 17 years for the benefit of hundreds and hundreds of little children. This is the first year I couldn't do it because they couldn't come and sit on my lap. However, the chamber offered me a Zoom Santa meeting with a background and a giant new throne. And we had 47 kids on the Zoom call. I had all their names ahead of time and what they wanted so I could interact with them each. When I was done, I had Jeff Myers and Jeremy follow me around town and go into businesses and just greet the people. But there were hardly any shoppers, just store owners, because A, it was cold, it's, but there wasn't, uh, there was a curtailment and you've got to have people wearing masks. There was a couple of people in Rediscover Records. I knew I was going there and I brought a mask for Rich Wagner that had little records all over it. And, he, mm -hmm. and I was Santa and he put it on right away. And, but the point being there is what could the city have done better during these times for the benefit of the arts? I don't have an answer for that. And I don't know who really would. Um, I wish everyone could have done better. I do like the fact that the city didn't push legality situations where you even had someone like Greg Shannon. He was on Channel 9 television about the Elgin Public House and about going against Pritzker's rules. People can use common sense with the mask deal. And he says, they, they want to shut us down. He says, if I close my doors, I close them for good. But if I open them and defy the order, I've got a chance, a chance not only for me, a chance for the community and a chance for my employees. And that's what he did. And at least it brought some people down now, Anna Lally could have had her officers go in there and create an issue because they were essentially defying the governor's law, but Elgin didn't do that. They chose to turn, look the other way, and they let restaurants open up on their own. And because of it, some of them survived. That will help all of Elgin. So I think Elgin handled the situation pretty much as good as they could have under the reins. I will say this. I commend the city council in the past for having a reserve fund, something Baldemar Lopez wanted to spend before this happened. Needless to say, all his goofy decisions were stifled. But there's an example of the need for the reserve fund. They kept certain people on staff and rearranged their duties so that they would be there, like the activities director, uh, Kate O'Leary. Uh, with whatever she's involved in. Her job's so important. She's done such a good job. She's doing some different things during this time so they could keep her. 
I think Elgin's done a pretty good job as a city compared to some others. And what do you think we can do moving forward as both artists and the city, as things start to reopen? What does that new evolution kind of look like as we move forward? Well, I think it stems like from what I said a little bit, a few things I've said earlier. Uh, what's going to get them down there? Festivals, maybe a, an entire downtown garage sale or uh, sidewalk sale days. When they have that, you've got the artists out there doing drawings. I think it would be great if there's some way to get a couple caricature artists and then donations, donation boxes, and then whatever they can do uh, be to be creative on their own. But if the city and the DNA work together to get downtown festivals. Um, I remember that Art and Soul Festival, which I always liked. Incidentally, I was the volunteer auctioneer when Siggy ran that, and I sold the Anirondack chairs one year, and I sold the benches one year, and I sold the dinosaurs one year, and I helped with that. I actually am a licensed Illinois auctioneer, but I did that for free, and uh, I helped bring in some money, and the money went to the arts, um, and I like the fact that the side street studios and the, the art places have a lot of windows because you can do things and people can look in. But I really think it would be neat to have something like uh, some type of a, a contest of maybe uh, a artist painting, drawing, renderings of buildings in downtown Elgin, then put them all in storefronts and have some type of voting. And uh, I think then you'd have storefronts all around Elgin with pictures in the front of them in their front windows, it would get people to come and look at it. There could be a little sign, come inside and vote or something like that. It would get interest in the business and it would gain interest in the arts. There's always creative things to do. And as the budget allows for downtown activities, festivals, markets, etc., I certainly would do my best to help get some money steered that way. Steve, we just have a couple of minutes left. Is there anything else you wanted to throw in or you want people to know about you? Well, I'm a true, honest guy. Um, I, I don't know how many other people say I love Elgin um, and really mean it. I know that I'm in this race because of the fact that it would give me an opportunity to give back in a bigger way. Uh, I've been getting sign requests every day. I've been so engaged in and around Elgin. So many people know me and are all behind me. I remind people that city council is not Republican. It's not Democrat. It's for Elgin. It's for all people in Elgin. It's for uh, the city, the town, the people, the businesses, the arts, uh, and, and all of above. My true love is heritage. I love history. Elgin has so much history. Some people are not into historic structures even. Rather knock an old building down and put up a modern one. Guess what, move to Schomburg. They don't have old buildings. They don't have a heritage commission because they don't have heritage. I'm a heritage commissioner in Elgin. I help get the houses plaque. I help decide and pick the mayor's award recipients. And I'm really proud of that. And we meet 
and review and go through all that with Kristen Sundquist, but as volunteers, because we care. Uh, and I support the Elgin Historical Society as a member and the Elgin History Museum. There's so much Elgin history here. And I live in the, the famed Elgin History House. That's why I actually put together tours that include a ride, my 1923 Model T, and I donate this tour certificate that includes a ride uh, to all the nonprofits that have galas. And that would include the arts if they have one. And then you auction that off and maybe you get a couple hundred dollars and then the people come here and get a tour for it. And that's one other little way I give away. And I, I do about eight or nine of those a year. I would hope that people would realize that I'm really here for the people. I can't emphasize enough compared to some of them up there. I'm gonna bring a common sense approach and hopefully a good communication approach. Go to a city council meeting, watch it on uh, the Elgin channel on television or on the web. There's so much bickering sometimes and differences. I think my reasoning and ease and comfort of communication will help alleviate some of that and will help people understand situations for the betterment of Elgin, for, for the most and the betterment of time. I know that I'll make good decisions and I'll make the decisions that are for the betterment of Elgin, not just my taste. And that's gonna be the hard part. I know that there's gonna be times when people will be unhappy because you can't please all the people all the time probably one of the best statements Abe Lincoln ever said. But um, I am a real person. I won't tell you one thing and do something different. I really hope your listeners will believe in me. And uh, if you want to tour the Wing Mansion, give me a call, send me an email. I'll make sure it happens. Steve, if people want to find you or find more about, find out more about you, how can they do that? Email, phone, social media? Sure. My email is W-O-N as in Nancy, A-S-E at wow, W-O-W, W-A-Y.com. Wanus at wowway.com. Wanus was my grandma's maiden name. Long gone, but a little of her still is with me. My phone is my cell phone. I give it out to anybody. 847 840 7319. I'm also on Facebook. People can look at that. Loads of pictures. And then I've got a new campaign Facebook page that should be up any day. And that will be Friends for Steve Thorne. Finally, I was interviewed by the Elgin Police Department. They interviewed all the candidates. And I got a beautiful uh, a beautiful endorsement letter by the Elgin Police Department endorsing me as a candidate of choice. So that I'm very proud. Steve Thorin, thank you so much for your time today. We hope everyone will put it in their pocket and use it to make their voting plan. Our local elections are the most important thing you can vote in, the most important election of the year. Um, so we hope people will take this information and make their plan to get out and vote starting soon. We're, we're getting close to that day there. Early voting starts March 22nd. It's very easy. You can go to the library or the Elgin Township building. Elgin Township to me is the easiest. Right across from the Elgin Community College. 
and I'm number two on the ballot um, out of the 11 candidates. You can vote for four. So even if I'm not your favorite, I hope I'm within the top four. And uh, Steve Dorn for Elgin City Council, I ask you all to help me help you. Thank you, Steve. It's nice to meet you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. If you need to know more about Side Street Studio Arts, we are on all the social media and at sidestreetstudioarts.org. And you can like and follow Connected and keep listening to these podcasts. Steve, have a good one. Have a good one, everyone. Thanks, Aaron. You the same. Thank you. Connected is a Side Street Studio Arts production. Music by Tanner Melvin. Produced by Nick Mataragas. To find out more about Connected and all the great things Side Street Studio Arts offers, please visit sidestreetstudioarts.org. Thank you.